Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Going to be talking about an interesting topic How do pregnant women deal with prepping for emergencies? Being pregnant itself is quite an undertaking. I have been through it one time myself. I cannot say that I'm an experienced birthing mom, but I did have my one daughter, and she was 10 pounds, 8 ounces, and 20 and a half inches long at birth. So I had myself a good big baby, big healthy baby, and I had every convenience that my state and healthcare system could provide at that time in the 1980s. And I had a clean, comfortable hospital. I had excellent doctors. I had great prenatal care, loads of support, and a very healthy pregnancy. And I certainly hope and pray that all pregnancies are healthy. But I was reading. As you guys know, I do a lot of reading and I love it. And I came across an article from happypreppers.com. They say they are the happiest preppers in the world. And I would say that we're probably equally as happy as they are. Wrote a great article, and I really gleaned a lot from it, about emergency preparedness in pregnancy. There's actually precious little in print form, although there is information. There's just not an abundance of information, so these pregnant mommies-to-be are having to fend for themselves, and much of this came from their own prepping experience. I'm going to go through these and just touch on them a little bit. The link will be in the show notes because there are a series of very informative lists of all different kinds of things pertaining to emergency preparedness for pregnant ladies. My suggestion is when you go to the show notes and open the link, have a pen and pad ready or your iPad where you can dictate into your device if you want to keep this information or copy this link into your own clipboard. It's very, very informative. The first thing a pregnant woman and her support group need to learn to do is the Lamaze techniques. I went through Lamaze courses. They are very informative, and I learned a lot from that. They actually are designed for birthing with confidence and also managing pain. Those are two things that are very important. Number two, for preppers that are looking down the road for the future, grid-down, long-term crisis situation, it's a very good idea to become an experienced midwife or at least learn midwifery skills. This is not limited to women. Men can certainly learn midwifery as well. In fact, my own husband, who was not a professional midwife, he himself has delivered a baby out on the road years ago, and he was just a very, very young man in law enforcement. There was an emergency. Young lady went into labor, and there he was. So, bada-bing, bada-boom, he helped a baby come into the world, and I'm sure he learned certain types of skills, because in law enforcement, they teach you about some obstetrics. So, midwife skills. There are some books on that subject. Number three, you do want to prepare an emergency obstetrical kit. 
There are certain things that are just necessary for a pregnant woman to have as she is going through her obstetric journey. There's a nice list there you can view on the show notes and in the link. In that emergency obstetrical kit, there's a little addition for an emergency delivery kit. An entirely different group of things. Very informative. And I know it's kind of daunting to think about, but I think it's a good idea to get all your obstetrics and emergency delivery items pulled together and where you can get them. I learned something reading this article. This is not an item I had when I was pregnant, but it's available today. And it's called a fetal Doppler monitor. This is a device that will allow you to hear your unborn baby's kicks, movements, and heartbeat. That is kind of fascinating. And I think, too, if you want to have that for your own family or if you're going to do any kind of midwifery, you may want to look into the fetal Doppler monitor. Number four, you're going to want to prep for nausea and headaches. I wish it weren't so, but pregnancy nausea and pregnancy headaches are a real thing, and you may as well prep for them. The main message there is proper hydration. We find that the proper amount of hydration actually decreases the amount of times you feel nausea or the number of headaches you experience. So hydration is very critical. Hydration is extremely critical for the development of the baby as well. In fact, studies have shown that proper hydration has actually staved off certain birth defects. You want to look into that. All right, number five, you're going to want to reevaluate your bug out bag and your get home bag. If you're pregnant, you've got to have a few different things in there as well as your regular types of things you carry for bugging out or getting home. You may even want to be thinking in this emergency plan that if you're pregnant and you're going to be facing a long-term crisis, you may also want to be making sure that you have a partner to help you with carrying some of these things. The further you get into pregnancy, the less you're going to be able to lift because you just shouldn't be doing that. So put that into your emergency plan as well. Everything from hydration, which is easier done with those packets of powder that you can use to add to a water bottle. Of course, I want to say right here and now that anything that you would be putting into or onto your body during a pregnancy needs to get an okay from your doctor. No two pregnancies are alike. No two pregnant mommies are alike. So get a doctor's blessing on some things. They can help guide you on a lot of the things that you could put into your bug out bags or get home bags. Number six on the list is how to handle pesky mosquitoes. We can't forget about those nasty mosquitoes that begin to show up in the spring and summer and don't die out here until late fall. We've got three reasons, ladies and fathers-to-be. We've got three reasons that we just hate mosquitoes. Actually, four. I just don't like mosquitoes at all. Number one, Zika virus. Number two, dengue virus, which is a hemorrhagic virus. And number three, West Nile. Don't want to scare you, but all three of these viruses are mosquito-borne, and they have made their way into North America. There are some ways that you can repel them. There is a doctor who has indicated that the natural ingredients that you can find in Vicks VapoRub make an excellent mosquito repellent. Now, see, preppers around the world can use that little tip. You don't have to be a pregnant mommy to use that. Vicks VapoRub, rub that on your exposed skin 
and mosquitoes will leave you alone. Also, if you get bitten by mosquitoes, certainly watch any symptoms very carefully and use organic aloe vera. The aloe vera that you get cheap off the drugstore or the big box is loaded with chemicals. There is an organic aloe vera. I want you to look this up. It's nine. It's over 99% pure. It's called the Amara A-M-A-R-A, Amara Organic Aloe Vera. This is what someone who is pregnant or has special needs with health need to use for treating bug bites. All right, number seven, you need to heed the warnings regarding essential oils. Now, essential oils are wonderful. They're great. They do a lot of wonderful things. And I happen to know a couple of ladies that are very skilled and knowledgeable about essential oils. But pregnancy can change a lot of that. And there's an extensive avoiding list of essential oils while pregnant. Not after you're pregnant. After you've given birth, you can go back to the use of these oils. But during pregnancy, there's a very long and comprehensive list of essential oils that it is advised for you to avoid. And there's almost equally as long a list of essential oils that you can enjoy using. Make sure that they're food grade or certified therapeutic. You want the purest, finest oils that you can purchase. That will be found in those lists in the show notes. Okay, number eight, planning on your food storage. You've got to understand that during pregnancy, you've got different nutritional demands that are being placed on your body. And and mommies, I'm here to tell you, especially those of you that are first-time pregnant mommies, the baby is going to get all of the advantage and that that baby's going to get all of that nutritional advantage from your body. So that old adage of I'm eating for two, Mommy, let me just clear that up. You're eating for yourself because that baby's going to be nutritionally fine feeding off of you. So you need to keep your refrigerator stocked with eggs, whole milk, Greek yogurt. Why Greek yogurt? Greek yogurt has twice the amount of protein as regular yogurt, and it has an ideal amount of calcium, which is a must during pregnancy, of course. You're also going to want to keep fresh apples, oranges, bananas, and leafy spinach. Excellent for the folates and the iron and all the nutrients that you're going to need from food. Other things you're going to want to keep stocked in your freezer. And you're going to want some shelf-stable foods as well, like whole grain crackers and sunflower seed spreads. Some people find during pregnancy that they have an aversion or a resistance to the nut butters, like the peanut butter or almond butter. You can switch over to sunflower seed butter for a peanut butter alternative, and that would be working very fine during pregnancy. A nice comprehensive list on that website about food. Okay, number nine on the list, and we're going to talk about it. Cleanliness and sanitation for the pregnant prepper. There is a portable mini bidet. Yeah, there is. I I, I was tickled to death when I saw this. The Frida baby line of baby items. I've seen them in Target and some of the other big box stores. Frida baby makes what they call a free day. F-R-I-D-E-T is a little take on the B-Day. And it's portable. You can carry it with you. Now, this is especially important when you have now had the baby and you've got some postpartum soreness or you may have some perineal soreness in that area. This particular portable 
free day is designed for comfort and sanitation and there are mommies now that just cannot live without it so look into that there's also a balm type of an ointment you can use for postpartum hemorrhoids and perineal soreness and it's called earth mama bottom balm i know it's not a glamorous name but it kind of tells you what it does and it's organic and it's pure and it's very effective earth mama so look into that line of products And last but not least, lactation is also an issue for the pregnant mother. And some of you may not realize that you don't have breast milk the day your baby is born. Your breast milk actually doesn't come in until about the third, sometimes fourth day. When your baby is born, your body will produce what's called colostrum. Now, colostrum is loaded with antibodies and is very important for your newborn baby to receive from you. This is a big plus in the health and the wellness of your child. Now, it can be a little difficult. So, lactation is itself a whole issue, and I'm going to get into that a little bit further on the next episode about now you've had the baby, now what do we do as a prepper. But you've got to start considering lactation and especially for the pregnant prepper because you'll need some supplies to be able to go with you should you need to bug out or relocate. And there are all sorts of pads and devices. There's even a prescription strength cream. I know because I had to use it. I had some discomfort while in the hospital trying to nurse my child. They call it latching on. She was latching on, but my body just quite wasn't ready for her. So I had some difficulty. And my sweet, kind doctor prescribed 100% pure lanolin. It actually was sourced from organic sources in New Zealand. And I'm telling you, ladies... Amen and hallelujah, that did the trick. Oh, it was a lifesaver. So that might be something you want to discuss with your pediatrician, who the closer you get to your due date, the more you're going to be sitting down with the pediatrician and having some discussions about what's going to be happening next. So you may want to ask for a prescription of 100% lanolin to have on hand, and that way you don't have to wait for the discomfort to set in before you need it. Okay, that's going to be our episode tonight on the pregnant prepper. We know that there are so many things that you have to think about, and we don't want you to worry, but we do want you to be prepared. So, mommies to be, great success. Hang in there. You can get through this. You're going to do it. We're going to be so proud of you. But take some steps to be prepared because you just never know where you may need to go. And why do we do this? Because we care about you. We want you to be prepared and not scared because stuff happens. Stay prepared. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll see you next time. You can reach us on Facebook at Practical Prepping. You can email us at info at practicalprepping.info. And our website is practicalprepping.info. And remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.